Are you ready to change your life for the better? Welcome to Mind Body Budget. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and I'm here to give you more realistic personal growth tips. As you may know, I work in finance and I love learning how people can level up and change their lives. So I'm here to share hopefully interesting and helpful insight for different personal growth topics. Every single person should have access to resources on mental health, bodily wellness, and financial literacy. So let's jumpstart 2024 with an episode about saving your dang money. Mostly, everybody wants more money, yet a lot of us don't know how to save properly, and a lot of us know how to spend carelessly. It's easy to get caught up in buying, 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 especially here in America. We've all succumbed to consumerism or buying unnecessary items in excess at some point. Materialism is ingrained into a lot of Americans. Not uncommon to feel like you'll be happier if you just have that shiny new car, phone, watch, lip filler, jewelry, sneakers, fur coat, the list goes on. Not only do gadgets and confidence-boosting items keep getting more expensive, but there's more and more things you feel pressured to buy to feel like you're on a level playing field with everyone else. That's why it can be especially valuable for you to take a step back and consider analyzing what you're buying so that you can ultimately spend on what makes you happy. And you can just leave the rest of the everything else behind. It can be helpful to initiate a period of no or low buying so that you can save, invest, pay off debt, and use your money on things that you truly value. This can be a nice breath of fresh air to take a step back from constant spending and evaluate what you actually want to be saving your money for. So let's talk about things you might consider not buying when implementing a no or a low buy plan for yourself. First, let's talk about what a no or a low buying period is. This is where you choose a time frame that you want to either eradicate or limit what you're buying outside of the necessities. Necessities being rent, groceries, bills, insurance, no matter what, these things need to be paid. But for the non-necessities, this is where you can feasibly cut back. You will want to pick a specific time frame for how long you intend to do a no or low buy plan. You can choose to try it for a few months or even for the full year. However, yearly goals can often fall off pretty quickly, So if you decide to do that, you'll want to check in regularly to make sure you're staying on track and edit your plan as needed. I've seen some creators online implementing a no-buy policy for 2024, partially due to boycotting companies and partially due to the current economic circumstances that we're in. Whatever your reason for cutting back on spending on non-necessities, this will help your financial wellness and your ability to grow wealth. Not to mention, buying less will lead to less clutter around your house with items you don't really use. I'm in everything in moderation, really, so I do like the low buy option for a little bit more flexibility. But here are some ideas for what you can try to cut out when initiating a no or low buy plan. First, starting strong with small daily purchases. So think about what you're spending money on almost every single day. Is it coffee, lunch, cigarettes, energy drinks? fast food, or gas station snacks. Well, you might consider stopping that habit when you're on a no or low buy plan. I know you aren't going to get filthy rich from skipping your morning coffee every day. You've heard enough about that. But the little purchases do add up, and you can often find alternatives that are cheaper than the convenience of a drive through You can make cheaper coffee at home, 
have lunch or snacks you bring to work from home, or dare I say it, try to drink more water instead of buying so many flavored beverages. And I'll mention this again, but smoking cigarettes is such a waste of money. You are just buying health problems. I know I'm a hypocrite because I, you know, I like my nicotine here and there, but being an everyday smoker makes it so you don't really feel buzzed anymore and it just adds up and can get really expensive in the long run. Anywho, these everyday purchases that add up are small items that you can save on by finding cheaper alternatives or cutting out the habit altogether. If you're someone who eats at restaurants every week or gets fast food every night, you'll notice a big difference if you start making food at home. I know that fast food in the moment seems cheaper, but those trips add up and will be more expensive than just buying groceries. Next, let's talk about entertainment. Take stock of all the subscriptions that you're currently paying for, then cancel the ones that you never use and stick with the ones that you use all the time. A way to save money on streaming services is to only pay for one service at a time and watch that for a few months. You can watch everything you want to see on that service, maybe get obsessed with a new show and binge it. Then, when you're ready, you can cancel and move on to another streaming service. There is no sense in buying every single streaming service that exists, or you're pretty much looping back to the cable days. You'll get more value if you stick to choosing one and get your money's worth. You might consider getting a library card to read books for free. I love buying books, but I've run out of space on my bookshelf, and it can be considered more clutter to have them around. I'm not anti-physical book by any means, but this is a wonderful way to read for free and stay entertained. Next, volunteering is a free activity that is good for the community. You can research volunteering opportunities in your area to participate in, and look for free things to do in your city. I know when it's winter this can feel somewhat limited, but there are plenty of art museums, parks, trails, shopping centers, or farmers markets that are completely free and fun. Also, look at what you already have and what you've already paid money for and use it. Personally, I have a ukulele and a stack of books I haven't read, and those are two things I want to start using for entertainment that won't cost a dime since I already have them. If you have an instrument sitting around, why not dedicate time to practicing it? Or if you already have gaming systems or board games or puzzles or art supplies, you should use what you have rather than purchasing something else to catch your attention. You should definitely be using your purchases more than once. And next, on health. So definitely cancel your gym membership if you don't use it and try to do at-home workouts. Even if you do use a gym membership, you can probably buy a few pieces of equipment to work out at home instead or watch workout videos on YouTube to get you started. Being fit does not have to be expensive. You can work out outside if the weather permits this. You can bike, roller skate, play basketball, play soccer, run, walk, whatever gets you moving. This category crosses over with the cooking at home part. When you're shopping, you want to be sure to buy lots of fruits and vegetables and whole foods. Try to avoid paying for pre-chopped vegetables that cost more than just buying the full vegetable. You don't always need to pay for convenience. And prioritizing your health doesn't always need to be doing something. It could mean not doing something. So not going out to the club and buying $30 cocktails and staying up all night. Want to know what's free and better for your health? Staying home. Although, as I like to say, and I said earlier, everything in moderation Sometimes you just want to go feral with the girls, night out on the town, and that's okay. That happens sometimes, but that's uh, definitely not something you need to be spending money on, especially not every weekend. And next, shopping. This is a large pitfall for a lot of us. Good old retail therapy. 
For this category, you'll want to avoid buying things you don't need or going out shopping just to shop. I encourage you to create a wish list for yourself so you can think about what you want and not impulsively buy something. This ensures that you genuinely want that item before you buy it, if it withstands the test of time on a wish list. You can also delete apps that make you want to shop more, or the ones that you're typically shopping on. And I have encouraged y'all to go thrifting before, but remember, you're thrifting, you are still spending money. So try not to go overboard on those thrifting hauls. Make use of the clothes that you have. I know most of you have a ridiculous amount of clothes and shoes and jewelry. There's no need to buy a new wardrobe every single season. Death to fast fashion. Not really, but I mean, who knows? But you can bust out a cool outfit you haven't worn in a while, or even get creative and layer pieces of clothing that you haven't worn together before. This can give you a burst of novelty without going and buying a new outfit. Be mindful and creative to work in the clothes, jewelry, and shoes that you already have. You can even bust out those sewing skills and scissors to alter clothes or accessories out of the fabric that you already have into something you're likely to wear. Although this does take a little bit more creativity. It is pretty fun. And last category I will touch on is beauty products and services. I know there's lots of pressure nowadays for women specifically to have our hair, nails, eyelashes, and makeup done. And of course, we want to feel beautiful and comfortable in our own skin. But these beauty services and products can get very, very pricey and expensive. For example, the price of a set of acrylics is pretty high, so doing my nails at home looks pretty appealing at the moment. They often aren't as glamorous, but you can learn how to apply acrylics at home. I type all day, so I can't really wear long ones anymore anyways, but I have a lot of nail polish colors, and instead of buying a new color anytime I paint my nails, I'm trying to work with the polish that I already have. Try using the lotions, makeup, and skincare products that you've already splurged on rather than getting something new every month. Additionally, hairstylists will hate me for saying this, but it is possible to learn how to do your hair at home, or you can even visit a hair school for a cheaper hairstylist. I'm not saying this will be the same quality of a professional, because it won't be. But during times of inflation and economic uncertainty, it can help not to spend $300 every month to go to the salon. I've been cutting my hair for years, and it's trial and error. I cut and dye my friend's hair as well. Every once in a while, I visit a salon, but honestly, I like the results when I do it too. Although, when I do it, it's more of a simple cut and all-over color, and I don't bleach my hair at home anymore, so the hairstylist out there can thank me for that one, because that is risky. You can get everything you need from Sally's Beauty if you have those in your area. You can also opt for semi- or demi-permanent hair dye to avoid the commitment involved with permanent. Although, be warned, sometimes those semi- or demi-permanent hair dyes don't even fully wash out, so proceed with caution. And please, avoid black box hair dye unless you intend on having that hair color for a long, long time. I say this from experience. Moving on, you might consider using false eyelashes instead of getting your eyelash extensions. Lashes don't need to be done 24-7. And you can make your own sugar scrubs and face masks at home. And you can still have your beauty indulgences that you love. But pick a battle. Not all the battles. It's unfair to constantly have to be spending money on beauty products. So use what you have and only buy the products you really need during a low or no buy period. And there you have it folks. Those are some ideas for initiating a no or low buy plan. I'd encourage you to pick your problem areas or places that you specifically want to low or no buy to focus on. And remember, we all make mistakes, so don't beat yourself up too much if things don't go exactly according to plan. 
You just have to be sure to refocus and get back on track when unexpected purchases come along or impulsivity wins. Hopefully this was helpful, and if it wasn't, I'll do better next time. Thanks for listening to Mind Body Budget, and I'll be here next week to give you more personal growth content.